Hi, my name is Shay Samo, and you're welcome to another episode of Words by Shay. It's good to be back, and for the first time in a very long while, I'm actually proud to be Nigerian, and I'm also very sad. Initially, it used to be just being sad, but for the past couple of days, Nigerian youth have actually been coming up together, irrespective of our tribes, our genders, and we've been standing together. The NSAS protest I'm talking about, and uh, I'm sure you listening to me, you have come across it one way or the other, and I hope, I really hope that you are supporting the NSAS movement one way or the other through hashtags or coming out on the streets. To everyone that has been out on the streets, I really, really congratulate you. To everyone that has been on the forefront in terms of being on the internet, well, big ups to you. Thank you so much. Now, if you're not aware of it, um, SAS is a police unit that is meant to tackle robbery in, excuse me, in Nigeria. But for the past couple of years, they have been involved in a lot of torture. They've also been involved in extorting youth. Um, I've had my own fair share of SAS experience many times. And also, uh, the MSAS movement is, it has gone beyond just putting an end to the SAS unit. It's about fixing the entire policing system from how policemen are being paid to how they unjustly torture people and how they criminally profile young men and women out there. Remember a while back I was having an exam and they dropped me from my Ekekena paper and they said, um, show me your phone. So I was using an iPhone 10. just stay in that corner and i was in this corner and they took me to atm but god bless dtb dtb had no service so they had to let me go i almost missed the exam and from the exam all i I branched at a store and i got an android phone so it's that bad and i'm sure a lot of people have many many experiences even if i would like to be grateful that mine have not been entirely traumatic but i've had my fair share of SARS experience and it's, it's so bad that I don't think I can walk on the same lane with a policeman. I prefer crossing over because most times they are drunk. And um, one can sense that their major problem is envy. They can't just phantom the fact that a young man on shorts and tees is making good money from being a web developer or from being a social media manager or digital marketer. And they don't have to do the nine to five kind of tradition Imagine you see a SAS officer stopping you on the road and he asks you how old are you and you tell him you're 26 and he sees your car and is wondering what kind of job did you do to get a car this young age whereas the world has gone beyond 9 to 5s but they've not moved forward and uh, there was this impression that the president gave the entire world he said um, lazy Nigerian youths in quote but he, he didn't know that we're just being patient you know we're just waiting for that spark and before the protest happened there was a lot of prophecies like people were just dropping tweets about a time will come whereby nigerian youths would just say no and me personally i thought that day cannot would it come would it not come and here it is i think we're like day five of the protest and we're not backing down and i can tell you for a fact it has been a very very nice journey and a very tough one um 
we've lost a lot of people one of which is Jimo he was killed by a police officer but a lot of media houses are saying allegedly um, protesters did not go to the protest ground with weapons and so who would have shot Jimo if not people that have guns so yes and um, across Nigeria across Nigeria everybody has been standing up I saw a video of, a, of an old woman who spoke and it was really beautiful it's not just a youth thing it's not like we are criminals or trying to defend ourselves as some people have actually thought but this time it just has to stop a lot of people were sharing their um end sad stories and it was really touching i think there's a story of this guy that his twin brother was killed and he was also detained while mourning his brother it was really sad and i was thinking how terrible can these monsters be and uh, i think one time a couple of days ago they wanted to frame the death of a SARS officer on one of these upcoming artists or fast rising stars sorry fast rising stars his manager and his mom came to the station and they slapped her i'm like really <laughs> so it's it's not something to be happy about that's why i said at the beginning i'm proud to be nigerian i'm also very very disappointed because it's obvious the government was never for the people the nigerian government most especially under the buhari administration was never for the nigerian people and um, i'm glad the nigerian youths are actually standing up and the the, the irony of this is when it first of all started I think there was a memo sent to all mainstream media not to carry the protest. But guess what? Niger boys, we enter, we enter CNN, we enter Al Jazeera, we enter, we enter BBC. Do you understand? Even UN ambassadors started lending their voices. Football Twitter entered. Big celebrities came through. So it's not just a fight for um, we don't want to be profiled as criminals anymore. It's actually a fight for us to fix the system. And as every fight is going to be, definitely there will be in-house battles. I came on Twitter today and I was seeing people exchanging words and picking sides and everything. And it just made me realize, well, I don't blame anyone. Everybody's human. But at the end, I hope we all understand that now we're not just doing it for ourselves. We're doing it for our kids. We're doing it for people who would, who, who should not die the way Jimo did. Jimo definitely had plans for himself his parents had plans for him and he was killed by a terrible system so let us not become the people we are protesting against so if you're listening to this and you have another agenda to spoil the entire protest god will punish you that's a fact god will punish you for no reason like for no reason should you in any way put an end to the NSAS protest when there has not been any change. Everybody should stand up. Lagos, Abuja, Kwara, Portakot, every state in Nigeria, as long as there are youths there, as long as there are Nigerian citizens there, it's time for you to stand up. And I have to give it up to every single one of us. For you, it's not been it's not been easy going about our daily lives and putting an end to all those things just so that we can fight for ourselves. And I want to thank our parents for 
given us that chance. But even if they didn't, I'm sure we'd still have come out. But still, their support means a lot to us. So thank you, parents. So once again, guys, as we are moving forward with this protest, remember, the goal is to end SARS. The goal is to stop police brutality. And even if they've changed them from SARS to, to SWAT, whatever they call it, we're not interested. We just want it to end. President Mohammed Buhari, we want it to end. And it's seeming like you're the most distant president one has ever experienced. I don't know why. I don't know what, who, are your, who your advisors are. But you need to listen to the people. And the people are saying just one thing now. Negotiations are when one wants to compromise. Nobody's negotiating anything now. We have our demands. We want our demands to be met. This is not ASU clamoring for their selfish members. This is not NANS doing one of their unnecessary dramas or NLC clamoring for their selfish interests. Now, this is the Nigerian people, different tribes, different languages, different at almost everything. But now we're coming together to say just one thing. Put an end to police brutality in Nigeria. And if you don't, we are going to continue. And to you, the people, that you want to become tools for the government to use against your fellow man, God will punish you. Like, a fact. God must to punish you. If he no punish you for it, he could punish you for hell. Because people have died. People have died. A lot of people have died. A lot of people have been tortured. A lot, of people, a lot of families do not have closure because for many years they can't find their children or their siblings or someone in their family. And because you want to just get or be aligned with the, with the government, you decide to put an end to such. Anyway, I don't think anyone can even stop this movement because this answer is bigger than every single one of us. It's bigger than me, it's bigger than you, it's bigger than the president because it's everybody now. And we are many. Nigerians are many. We are all saying the same thing. So if by now you do not believe that the NSAS movement or the NSAS protests are legit, I want you to understand something. Stray bullets can meet anybody, anywhere. But now, what happens to the person that is trigger happy? That's what we're talking about. Somebody killed Jimo. Somebody killed Kolade. And a whole lot of people have been killed. Now, what has been done to them? The only thing we see is um, orderly room trial has been done after investigations and the police officer has been sentenced or whatever. And I did not believe all that. I just feel the person has just been redeployed to another state to continue the havoc they are, they are committing. So, this is where I draw the curtain. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Shei Samo, and this is What by Shei. Have a lovely day, week, month, and year. Bye.